0: All fantasy themed. My mom was a queen elf, and I was like a jester elf.
1: Mm -hmm. What was this for?
0: Um, My eccentric choir teacher. She had a vow renewal, um, and her and my mom are friends because my mom worked at the school. So we were invited, and it was looking back one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It was in her backyard. Everyone dressed up like in Halloween costumes. What dream? She literally walked down, it was like ethereal. She walked down on this white gown Aww. with all this stuff and she had elf ears on and big wings behind her. I remember like being in high school, like this is random. But then I was like, actually, this is really cool. It's so different. Yeah.
2: If I did something like that, I would have to wear the dress from the labyrinth. Have you ever seen? It? I don't want to tell you yes or no. You audio! <laughs> swear to God. All right, well, there's this ballroom scene and she has this beautiful white dress. With these huge puffy sleeves and her hair is like just like not slicked back because she's like a lot of hair yeah Jennifer Connelly but she has this like these like silver hair pieces but they dangle in her oh uh, it's cool just, it's amazing very cool are we recording
1: yes we are
2: hi this is Sinister Sunrise I'm Morgan I'm Sarah
1: I'm Erin is this what you're talking
2: about yes I
1: kinda...
2: oh Oh, that's beautiful. It is really pretty. That's the, that's the, uh, i would come to that vow renewal. Yeah. What's it called? That's, that's the cosplay of it. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Call me up in five, 10 years whenever you want to do it. Okay. I make Wes dress up as Jareth. (laughs) I'll pull that up. (laughs) (laughs) Jareth. Type in Jareth ballroom.
1: (laughs) Let's see this. We're talking about fantasy vow. Yeah. You
2: bet your ass. (laughs) I don't know. You might get into it. It's the makeup. Look forward to it, Wes. Oh, God. He's so hot. Anyway. anyway. (laughs) I love David Bowie. Like, fuck. Okay. Different strokes, different
0: folks. Mm -hmm. This Um, is Sinister Sunrise. Speaking of different strokes, different folks, I bet you're questioning yourself. Yeah, yeah. Probably not. We're great.
2: um, I'm going to go ahead and say it now if I sound weird. Um, I have a mask on. I'm feeling a little under the weather. Um, So... Sorry, I'll yell, I guess. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: luckily, it is um, me, Sarah. Hello. My day to present. Yeah. So you can take a little backseat, relax, and just uh, take in the crazy that yeah. I'm going to present to you today. Because there's a lot of it. Great. Yes. Great. So um, it's officially Gemini season. And as a Gemini, I sometimes need to step out of a routine. So for my birthday month, I somehow twisted Aaron and Morgan's arm into letting me
1: change the story order, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> the story order. <laughs> the episode release order. Yes. The order we going.
0: <laughs> so Aaron and I are teaming up to do a back-to-back two-part episode on the American serial killer, cannibal, and necrophile Richard Chase.
2: Mm-hmm. You may
0: also have heard of his nickname, The Vampire of Sacramento.
1: Hey,
0: (laughs) Heads up. This one's a bit of a doozy.
1: (laughs) Only a bit.
2: (laughs) Is there like trigger warnings needed? Um, Am I going to feel like I'm having a fever dream on top of not? Well, I don't have a fever, but on top of feeling
0: sick. Honestly, my next line was, I know it's a surprise to no one, but just in case, please be warned. There is graphic content in our episodes. Mine has a sprinkling of it. Okay. Aaron's is the actual cake. It may make us bomb a little. Yeah. So if you're not already
1: feeling terrible.
0: (laughs) All right. Great. Cool. And to be fair, we aren't telling you the story to like shock you. Okay. Well, maybe a little, maybe a little shock. So there's a shock factor. A little shock factor. But more importantly, I do think it highlights a lot of key notes that we focus on in our podcast. So Richard Chase suffered from a myriad of mental illnesses, personality disorders, and he is considered by the FBI to be the prime example of a disorganized killer.
2: A myriad, okay, girl, hitting thank us you. with
0: that vocab, okay. thank you. Oh my gosh. Um, and to me personally, he's a prime example of why we need to take mental health seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week I'm going to be telling you about Richard's childhood and his pre-murder activities. Um, also another PSA: while some of my content may sound like I am like, whoo Team Richard," <laughs> or think he should be forgiven, um, no, please, okay. please do not go there. I think it's possible to be empathetic with someone, but also acknowledge he made terrible choices. Yeah, um, because he made horrific choices. Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, but if you guys are ready, let's dive into the life of Richard Trenton Chase. Trenton. Yes. Like the Holy Trinity. <laughs> Holy Trinity. More like,
2: Lord help us. Here we go. Lord. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. <clears throat> Richard was born in Sacramento, California in 1950 to the troubled parents of Beatrice and Richard Chase, Sr. And right off the bat, there'd be some issues. Okay. So it's 1950s America. Family values are everything. The dad was considered the man of the household. And that was that. While that worked okay for most households, not in the Chase home. Oh. They were a bit of a mess. Um. I haven't read any diagnoses for Beatrice, but at the very least, she had a personality disorder. I mean, something is going on. Um, I know normally I focus a lot on the killer's childhood, but we're actually going to look at his parents first. Whoa. All right. So in the book that I'm using for my main source today, Vampire Killer by Ryan Green. You have to say it like that. Vampire <laughs> Killer. Killer. <laughs> Literally, look at my audio book. <laughs> Look at my library right now. If anyone were to break in, I look like a monster. Oh, oh wow. Oh. A lot of death. A lot of oh, death. Oh, wow. A lot of psychology. A lot of death. Yes. Vamp- vampire killer is at the top. Yes. Um, my husband loves me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in this book, they explain the story of Richard's birth. And I think it kind of sums up just like the platform in which our story is going to take place. Oh, so. God. Beatrice, the mom, showed up at the hospital at the first sign of contractions, which the hospital staff didn't think was odd. I mean, she's a first-time mother. It's normal to be like, this hurts. This is not normal. Let's do it. Yep. Um, the staff also noted that her husband didn't seem to be attentive at all, like he would have loved to have been anywhere but where he was. Mm-hmm. He was very frustrated and was obviously trying to keep his distance from Beatrice. The midwife stepped up. Um, they spent more time with her trying to fill that void. However, they quickly noticed that Beatrice was a tough person to be around. During her pregnancy, she neared hysterics, um, which I understand pregnancy is very traumatic. This is not a normal
2: level of something's wrong. So some like there, like there's normal hormonal drama. We are on a whole nother. Yes. Okay.
0: So she was convinced that something was very wrong. Something didn't feel right. The staff checked her out and they were like, nope, you know, you're all good. Um, she yelled at them. She knew oh. she was right. Oh, God. The staff actually got so tired of her. They put her in a private room by herself so she could be left alone and not for her peace, but for everyone else's. Oh, shit. Yeah. Richard Sr. sat outside the door all night. Um, and the next morning, Richard Jr. was born. However, oh. the story doesn't stop there. Nurses and doctors had to physically hold Beatrice back as she clawed at her son's head as he was coming out. Oh. She was convinced that she was going to die in childbirth, which, again, I'm sure that probably does feel like you're going to die. But um, during the uh, birth and after, she was screaming at her husband, quote, you did this to me, you and your filthy sexual appetite. Woo. You shot your poison into me and now I will die. Woo, woo, oh, woo. my. <laughs> yes. Um Richard Sr. just sat there and took it. His face was bright red, and he was obviously miserable. The nurses were, like, laughing as soon as they left the room. Like, what a hot mess in room number four. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is how our main character, Richard Trenton Chase, came into the world on May twenty third, 1950. Dang. Tremendous. <clears throat> okay. Right off the bat. Yep. His parents took them back to their one-bedroom apartment. As you probably predicted, things don't get better um beatrice's actions at the hospital were not because of the labor i mean i'm sure they were more focused because of it but that was her personality oh my god she was paranoid manic and could be very cruel she was also not a sad housewife suffering in silence she would go gossip to the neighbors um yell at richard loudly she honestly was just a difficult wife and a mother Which, to be fair, please keep in mind the time period. It is 1950, so I seriously doubt she was getting the emotional support she needed at home or anywhere. I mean, outside or
2: outside of home. Yeah, there was no therapy. There was no.
0: No. Um, Richard's goal was to always be in control. Again, man of the household, you you lay down the law. When he couldn't get his wife and his son to do as he pleased with his words, he would resort to physical violence. The thing is, the violence didn't bother her as much as it would anyone else. The book actually said she was too crazy to beat, um, which I have a bone to pick, but we're just going to put that in the bone pile. Um, yeah, this is the chicken wing episode. Got a bone
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I've got another one coming up. So oh, she was supposedly so riddled with other anxieties that the altercations never even bothered her. Like they didn't. I'm trying to think the best way to say it. Like, you know, you you meet some housewives and it's like, oh God, like you wouldn't want them to be angry. I'm trying to she could care less. She didn't phase her at all. No. Wow. Like, yeah, you can hit me, but I'm still gonna tell you exactly how it is. Which Ooh, part of me shit. kind of appreciates that about her. Like she's not backing down.
2: <clears throat> um. I'm... Oof. So pros and cons. <laughs> There's a lot to take in. Like also, not only is she that's like a little spooky, but at the same time, like it's different when you're standing up for yourself. Yeah. She is like It's like, ha, 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 hit me again, see what happens. Like, ooh. Well, she was convinced that Richard Sr. was
0: cheating on her or poisoning her, doing drugs, anything bad, really. Like, he was just scum of the earth, and she had to be there with him. Okay. Um, The poisoning one in particular is very important for later, so please stick that in. Near
2: near the bone pile?
1: Near the bone
0: pile. For making
2: (laughs) plates.
1: Put it on your napkin
0: plate. Oh, okay. My napkin plate. Yeah, you got a napkin plate, your bone plate, and then I'm feeding you the chicken wings. Oh,
2: gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Beatrice was so convinced that her husband was putting things in her food and her home to give her all kinds of migraines and other illnesses. Oh, my God. That there were days when her and little Richard um, poured all the cleaning supplies down the drain just to make sure. So, like, it's not just her saying it, her actual actions are reflecting it. And that was Richard's childhood. No privacy. And he was at the constant whims of a mother who was rife with anxieties and mania. Mania, excuse me. Each night when his father got home from work, a whole new terror would begin. Oh, my God.
1: Well, and he's being subjected to this and watching all of this, too. And even yes. his mom's telling him what to do. Yes. Along with that.
0: They were saying, like, he was constantly being fussed with by her, like, because they shared a cot in the same room. So there is no space for him to do anything. She is constantly there, constantly controlling everything. Oh, wow. Which... Part of me understands it's your first child, so you don't exactly know what to expect. And if she is an anxious person, which I'm also an anxious person, I can imagine you're like, oh God, he did something that I wasn't expecting. This is probably, mm-hmm. he could be sick. This is
1: a whole other level. Yes. Take normal control.
0: Yeah. And keep climbing up the ladder to crazy.
2: Like, I think we we say it a lot on on the podcast, but everything can be taken with a grain of salt. So like, if you're saying she has anxiety, like, please understand listeners, like we get that. Yes. We're referring to this being like, this is a different story. Yes. If you have anxiety, I think two at least two out of the three hosts of this podcast do. Yeah. Then
1: we get it. This is different. Yeah. And if nothing, if she's not getting the help, <clears throat> and then he's not getting the help, it's it's just a it's a, bad a really cycle. bad cycle. Because she's also putting these
0: anxieties in Richard's head. Like, you're so sick, we have to take you to the hospital. Like there is times when Richard Sr. would come home from work. And have to calm the both of them down. Like, we are not going to the hospital. He is not dying. Like, you guys bolting to take a beat and breathe. Whoa. Um, Yeah, Richard Sr. saw his son as a disappointment. Oh, God. Yeah, because, again, he spent all of his time with Beatrice. And he picked up her anxieties and her views to the world. (sighs) To shape his son, he would, again, use his fists. Which, bone number two to drop in this pile... Every article you read, podcast you listen to, they will say Richard Chase experienced a quote-unquote normal amount of abuse for the time period. A normal amount. Because <laughs> admittedly, the 50s, it was more like, go get a switch from outside. Like
2: We've seen Mad Men. We yes, know.
0: physical punishment was more normalized.
2: But. Still not good. <laughs> we like big butts. We cannot like butt. <laughs> well, like other people dealt with maybe the same or worse and also did are
0: semi-normal yes. so so in my opinion the nature versus nurture is a very old school way of looking at people so once you take in the biopsychosocial aspect um which have i talked about this in this podcast before
2: i believe so
0: it's that hard. sounds familiar okay. yeah um for listeners if this is your first one so Bio would be biology. That's your genetic makeup. Anything that happened during childbirth, things that are kind of outside of your control. Psychology would be how you look at the world, how you react to things. And then social is everything outside of your environment. So your mom telling you that your dad's poisoning you and her and everyone and everything is unsafe. He's not really getting a good.
2: He's not getting, not only is he not getting anything quote unquote normal, he's not getting anything different. No. Um,
1: Yeah,
0: so once you take all that into account, you realize child-rearing is only one piece of the puzzle. But it's a terrible piece for him. So again, imagine this for a moment. The first three years of his life, he was under constant watch, being fussed with by his mom, Beatrice, and his dad is unhappy and abusive. There were some accounts that Richard was thrown into walls, shaken violently. Oh my God. And also his sister later said um, he was force-fed by his dad until he threw up one time. Like, it is very violent. Everyone is very frustrated. It seems like daily his parents were at their wits end with each other and with richard their environment all that
2: dear god
0: yes so he became very quiet introverted and skittish any loud noise made him jump and when his parents were screaming at each other because they would um he would just curl up in a ball trying to like hide in himself because again there's nowhere for him to retreat to he is in this small place with them oh my god yes Luckily, around Richard's fourth birthday, after his little sister was born, the family finally could afford a real house, um, a bigger home, and Richard got some much-needed privacy. He has his very own bedroom that he could retreat to. Peace didn't last (laughs) very long, though. Um, The home was located by some woods where he would explore, finally be alone, and catch, torture, and kill animals. I was waiting. Yep. I watched a documentary and they were explaining that kids torturing animals isn't that bizarre. But normally it's only like one or two because a child does develop a conscience. Yeah. Because at first it is more like you don't quite understand what you're doing. But at some point you're supposed to figure that out.
1: I would get like a worm or something. Yeah. Or like, oh, a bug. I'm going to stomp see. on it. I don't know. I like, mean, I love animals.
2: Yeah. But have I killed really pulleys with a magnifying glass? You bet your ass. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, like my mom would tell you they would like pull the wings off lightning bugs and put them in jars. Like,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) And my mom's a very nice, caring lady. And she's like, I wouldn't do that now. But growing up, there wasn't toys. Like you don't quite put it all together that you are making something suffer.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Richard, as you're going to see, never grows out of that.
2: Cool, 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 cool.
0: Um, mm -hmm. Also at his new home, Richard set the neighbor's garage on fire. Oh
1: my God.
0: Um, The neighbor noticed, comes out, and Richard's just sitting there grinning ear to ear terrifying yeah terrifying so the neighbor um drags him by his ear back to his house to his father unfortunately yeah the dad answers the door which is very uncommon and his dad beat him so harshly that richard had no memory and woke up almost 24 hours later (gasps) whoa yes so when he woke up the next afternoon he went to his mom hoping to get like some comfort some sympathy hi i have a concussion can you help well, she had a black eye as well, because apparently she was pulling Richard Sr. off of him because she thought he was going to kill his child. So she's also yeah, angry at Richard. Like, you caused happened. me to get hurt. This is your fault. Look what you did.
1: Jeez Louise. Cool. mm
0: mm-hmm. um, Perhaps because of all the dysfunction at home, Richard also had a constant bedwetting problem. If you are keeping score, Richard Chase had all three items of the McDonald's triad. Aaron mm-hmm. is putting up a triangle. It yes. always triangles back. Yes. Um, we did an episode on this in the past and found that while it doesn't mean someone will go on to be dangerous, it does point to a very traumatic childhood, which I think we can all agree Richard is experiencing. What are the three? Animal, peeing, the bed. And setting fires. Setting yes. fires. So set the garage fire. was the biggest fire he set, but he loved getting matches. He loved burning things in the woods. Like he loved
2: setting fires. How weird is it <laughs> that there are three things that all correlate like like that's just so random mm-hmm. it's so random oh but it freaky okay sorry they pointed to maybe the
0: well the bedwetting is usually um a shame issue i think like you're getting embarrassed by this and then maybe you're so anxious you keep doing it on accident and then maybe the animal and fire setting is more of a control control definitely because
2: obviously he has no control in this house oh it's like you're subconscious while you're sleeping you have no control so your body's just like boop maybe like you're gonna start. Ston- a constant state, a constant state of anxiety.
0: Yeah, anxiety. Yeah. Well, shoot, if I lived that
1: life, I would be too.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you're
1: trying to have like just that little bit control of control in your life, but yeah, well, doing it made, terrible things.
0: <laughs> so what made it worse was when he set this fire to the home. The Chases were already basically out of money, oh. so they had this... Well, the neighbor comes up, and Mr. Chase did the neighborly thing. Was like, "I'll pay for the damages. I'm so sorry. We'll, you know, we'll take care of our son. We'll pay for the damages." that was like the last of their money. So they had to have a yard sale and get rid of their furniture because they were going to go back to a one bedroom apartment oh, with two children.
2: Sh- oh god.
0: But also B, her anxiety is also through the roof. So she was so convinced that, um, this was an issue that I didn't write this down. I'm sorry, but she was so convinced that things were wrong. Um, that she would put the baby in the pram. And as soon as Richard Sr. went to work, she was stalking him at work. It was to the point where his boss was like, you need to take your wife home. And she would leave the baby? No, she would take the baby and Richard with her to his work. Oh. Just to prove that, like, I bet he's going somewhere after. I bet he's doing something. She she's meeting
1: with someone. She yes. thinks
2: there should be more money.
0: She thinks that there's no way he's this happy with just her and the family the way it is. Yeah. She thinks he's cheating on her. Yeah, she does. Okay. She's also telling all the neighbors what an abusive person he is, which is the nineteen fifties. Very faux pas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So he's getting a bad reputation at work, outside of work. That's
2: what I'm saying. Everything is just this kettle pot of just bad. It's I, all bad. I know we've talked more about bee in this situation, Beatrice, but <clears throat> is does it seem that the dad is more reacting to her behavior? Or is there, like, do you think he would be this violent person even without her? I do not know. Okay. I'm just curious. Because it seems like everything is, like, yeah, he's mad. But it's like, fuck if you had to deal with all this, quote unquote, crazy. I don't know if he would have taken it to the extent that he did.
0: But I think if you're going to honestly beat your child until he's unconscious, you have your own issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's that's So Yeah, I don't know if it was stress. I don't know if it's his personal... A combo of everything. Yes, because I don't know about their childhoods, their upbringings, but it's not great. It's not a great place to be. Awesome. Um, So Richard starts school. He has average grades and extremely pliant behavior because, again, he's very introverted. He's quiet. He's people pleasing because he wants to avoid those weekly beatings he gets at home. Um, He would converse with classmates but never hung out with kids after school. He didn't seek out friendships, even though, sadly, a lot of his classmates lived in his neighborhood. Instead, he wanted to be alone and he wanted to go to the woods. To do what we would never do. Um, Neighbors started complaining about all the missing cats in the neighborhood. No!
2: No! Um,
0: People honestly thought there might just be some wild dogs. So they were telling their kids, like, hey, don't go outside by yourself. There's obviously some dog problem in the neighborhood. No one suspected Richard. That is until Beatrice caught him carrying a dead cat in their backyard. She buried the cat in the garden and told Richard to clean himself up and never to speak about it to anyone. She didn't tell her husband. And that was one of the few things she did keep from her neighbors. The secret may have been her breaking point because when they had moved into this new home, her um, Beatrice and Richard Sr. had made a deal. They're going to be as normal as possible. It's a new start. We're trying to be better. Okay. Yeah,
2: telling your neighbors you get beat. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of speculation that I agree with. Beatrice was clinging to her sanity by a thread. And around the time she found Richard with the cat, her paranoia ramped up again and she was forced to seek psychiatric help. And please keep in mind, mental illness in this time was considered very shameful. So her behavior must have been very bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, if she's showing up at your work, she's talking to neighbors. She's. Yes. Yes. So with Beatrice having serious psychiatric problems and a new baby at the house, Richard was free to roam the woods. His father very much approved of it. Um, It was a manly thing to do, after all. And he doesn't have to deal with him. That's true. He's out of the house. Bingo, bango. Uh Uh-huh. Unfortunately, he should have been checked on. So Richard didn't stop at killing cats. Oh, my God. Morgan, you might want to plug your ears.
2: I'm doing it.
0: Pretty soon, he moved on to dogs in the neighborhood. Pretty good. Yep. Okay. After a while, he got better at hunting in the woods. So he would climb trees to capture birds, find rabbit holes, and catch them with his bare hands. And I'm not going to go into the nasty details because I am not a gore gal. You're going to get plenty of that, I'm sure, next episode. (gasps) But let's just say (laughs) Richard had a pocket knife and these animals ultimately ended dead. Great. Great. as Richard moved into high school, he was said by his classmates and teachers to seem normal. Um, mind you, during this time, his mother did continually see him burying dead animals in the yard. Oh, my
1: God. So I guess he
0: learned from her, like, as long as I bury them here, no one's got to know. This is just what we do with the house.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my and God. my mom isn't going to tell anyone, so I'm fine. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because everything else was normal and the neighbors didn't know. She just went on with life, happy that at least on the outside, things seemed great. It is, It is very
2: much like a 1950s, like, "Hmm, don't ask questions. That's so weird, though, because she's so concerned that he's cheating, that there's this outside force, but it's like, oh, but everything's fine now? I'm going to relax. That's Mm -hmm. so weird to me. I think this is after she got her psychiatric help. So she is trying very
0: hard to keep this marriage, keep this life. Okay. And again divorce wasn't an option at the time so we are just trying to survive
2: right
0: i'm right but this is wrong i don't think i should sing this episode sorry (laughs) (laughs) you're fine um richard had girlfriends in high school um i mean he was a cute soft-spoken guy i would say there's a market for that um but problems occurred with intimacy richard was suffering from erectile dysfunction in high school oh and unfortunately, word got around about this, which was embarrassing oh, no, for him, no, no, so no. he further isolates.
2: Oh no, that's so sad.
0: It's around this time that Richard's parents finally get divorced. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Normalized divorce, but also, I. <laughs> Um. I'm not going to go into this too much, but they actually don't say divorced. They court each other back and forth, like it's, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, for all Richard Sr.'s faults, he could at least keep some of Beatrice's Beatrice's psychotic antics at bay. Whoa,
2: whoa.
0: <laughs> Bleh Um So when the parents split, Richard decided to live with his mother. And he was at her mercy
2: oh, no. with her
0: hypochondria again. She would insist that Richard had odd growths, which he would then prod at regularly. And he started to think that something was very wrong with his heart. He would, like, lay on a couch and put his hands on his ears so he could just hear his heart. And he started to become convinced that he had an irregular heartbeat or it was skipping beats.
2: He didn't know exactly what was going on, but he, something was not right. Okay. It's called it's called anxiety and you're giving yourself a heart freaking palpitation. But okay. Um,
0: literally 100%. Woo! So unhelpful to his mental state, Richard found and loved liquor. Oh, and we're how old? LSD. Well, oh! And marijuana. And we are how old? Um, high school. this is the 60s in his defense so it is very like groovy tap in oh what is it it's like tap in and drop out or something i've never heard heard of that i watched a documentary oh anyway (laughs) i'm probably butchering it but in a normally functioning person this wouldn't be a huge issue like it's not great you really shouldn't do any of this stuff your brain
2: is not fully formed
1: especially not like all together yeah magic number 25
2: it all triangles
1: back it's does. marijuana
2: alcohol lsd
0: lots of triangles here Whoa. lots of bones lots of it's a triangle of bones <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh i do hate it i do hate it but it's been said so it's here we been are said. oh um, <laughs> <laughs> my god Ugh.
2: um
0: but there are a lot of studies that will warn against someone who has any mental disorders doing hallucinogenic drugs even after like Not that there's an appropriate age, but the appropriate age, which would be like your 20s. Because your brain is finally like, this is me, we're set, we're doing it. Um, No, it can serve as an early onset for schizophrenia. Like, he is not helping himself. Oh, shit, I did not know that, actually. Yes, if you already have, like, hallucinogenic tendencies and things like that. It just aids in the... Yeah, you're just, you're stirring this pot. Yay! At this point, Richard knows something is wrong with him. Because, you know, his heart isn't working properly. Correct. He has weird growths. Um, But he had nowhere to go. Their family doctor was a close friend of his father, so there wouldn't be any privacy. And he was still a minor, so he was not going to a hospital. So he waited it out. He kept self-medicating with marijuana and liquor. Twice in high school, he was caught and arrested stealing alcohol from his neighbors from within their house. Oh, my God. Because this was also a time when people weren't locking their doors. So he was just waltzing in, grabbing what he wanted. And his dad thought the police would straighten him out. So they never came to help him. Like, he went to court. His parents didn't hire him a lawyer, which also could have been because they were having money issues. But yeah. Richard saw this as, like, no one loves me. No one cares about me. No one's here for me. I would, too. I also, know. PSA, um, don't let the cops intervene because you don't want your kid to have a rap sheet. That's going to follow him forever. Yeah. Yeah. I have zero children. I understand that. But that just seems like a bad <laughs> a bad way to go. This seemed not nice. Yeah. Um, When he turned 18, his dad said, get the fuck out. Um, And his mom was like, well, you're so smart. You should go on to higher education. He said, bingo, I'm smart. I'm going to college. Okay. Mom said, so here we go. I think it was just the better option. Because his dad was like, I don't care what you do, but you got to do something. This is not working. I'm tired of watching you grow your hair out, do drugs in your bedroom. Oh, he also got arrested once with having so much marijuana on him that they thought he was a dealer.
1: Oh, shit! But no, that's what
0: he was buying for himself. Oh, shit. Because he's not also just smoking, like, whatever once a day. He is smoking Cuts. a crazy amount to help alleviate whatever symptoms are happening. Sheesh. Okay. That ain't good. That ain't no. good. No. Luckily, at college, this was the first time he saw a psychiatrist, and this one specialized in adolescent troubles. Um, the doctor was quick to point out that mm-hmm. erectile dysfunction in, adoles- in adolescence when there is no physical issue present, is normally due to repressed anger. Which, given what we know about his childhood, again, we know this is probably the case here as well. They said that he should go try and make amends with his mother. Like, obviously something is happening. Richard said, "Mm, okay, sure. No, he didn't do it. Also, he doesn't, yeah, sorry, if you just said, he doesn't think his mom is wrong, right? Um. I'm not sure he knows what to think. I think he's just scared all the time and thinks he's dying. Okay. Because, again, he's going to the psychiatrist not for mental issues, but for his physical maladies that he doesn't know what to do. That's true. Um, The psychiatrist also suspected a more serious mental illness, possibly schizophrenia. They couldn't diagnose him with it because he only went to one
2: appointment. And it's also the 50s? Yeah. Uh, oh, we're, we're in the '60s. We're in the '60s. Yeah. We're getting a little more groovy, but not quite. There. <laughs> <laughs> a little more groovy. Yeah. Um,
0: and this diagnosis deserves an episode all its own, but at a high level, it is someone. But a high level explanation is that someone suffering from this will experience audio and visual hallucinations, which means hearing and seeing things that are not there. Mm-hmm. Delusions. Um, which is strongly believing something that there is no proof for, and high paranoia. So they're gonna always be suspicious. At the time, it was a very bleak diagnosis because no one knew very much about schizophrenia. They just knew it occurred, but it was the correct one. Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh.
0: Oh shit. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slid that. I was in about there. To say
1: it's checking all the boxes. <sighs> everything you listed off. So
0: yeah, keep those boxes open because oh, right. more, more bones, more checks. Oh God. <laughs> Um, still in college, he finally moves out of his parents' house. He had ran into two girls that he knew from high school, and they had a large house but wanted another roommate to help pay bills. They only knew the quiet and kind high school Richard, not the one that was secretly troubled. And this would turn out to be a huge mistake. Oh, no. Because now, well, also something to mention, schizophrenia and males normally starts showing in your late teens, early 20s. So mm-hmm. he is in the perfect time. So, like anything weird he was doing before, it would have been weird, but not not scary. Like it you would yes. have still kind of understood what's happening. He is he, uh, his paranoia and delusions are ramping up. He stops showering and eating, Ooh. convinced that all the soaps and foods have been poisoned. Okay. Sound familiar? Mom? Yeah. Yep. He starts checking his pulse all the time, tracking his heartbeats. He's known to, like, drop everything on college campus. I'm like, oh, God, what's going on? What's going on? Something feels wrong. Like, he is manic. He, things are always wrong. <clears throat> um, he starts to constantly be lightheaded and even have vision dimming. Um, Probably. Maybe it's because you're not eating. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Did I, did I take your line? I'm sorry. You did. But, like, I'm glad you caught that. But, no, no, no. He is too far down a rabbit hole to think it's uh, the lack of food. Oh, okay. He can't figure out a rational reason he should feel this sick. Unless, of course, aliens.
2: No. <laughs> no. You're not- No way! That's why you wore your alien earrings and your alien shirt? I thought you were just trying to be cool and have a sinister Sunday. No. <laughs> I am,
0: but it tied in a little nicely.
2: He um, really thinks it's aliens? He does, no, he it, does
0: <laughs> he, he plays with the idea, and I don't- Well, I'll say it anyway. As we go through- do you talk about his apartment he has it all, like what they find in it?
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> so <laughs> She said. Next week you'll see, but he starts really diving into all these conspiracy theories. He yes. wants to know about alien abduction and radiation poisoning because that could be why he feels sick. Maybe Bro, he was abducted or his mother was abducted.
2: Eat a Big Mac. You will feel
0: better. He oh also researches God. death rays. But all these conspiracies don't add up to his symptoms. I mean, they're totally real, of course, but not his symptoms. Oh. Unless. So he figured out he'd been sick all of his life. So it only made sense the person poisoning him had been there all of his life. And it couldn't be his father because when they divorced, he lived with his mother. Hmm. His mother. Oh, no. That's her. It's got to be. So he attacks her, almost chokes her to death before realizing it's not her fault at all.
1: Oh. He had that split second
2: whoa, whoa, thought whoa. come to mind. Wait, let me digest this a little bit.
0: Whoop. Hold on.
2: Flag up. I'm also Flag blurring
0: up. the timeline just a little bit so it all flows concisely. But yes, this happens. He puts That's his fine. hands on her throat.
2: He thinks that she's physically poisoning him
0: mm-hmm.
1: poisoning his food, shower, stuff, you name it. And she's- then as he's choking her, he's like, wait, never mind. And just let's go. Silly Richard. The answer
0: is so obvious. He is the problem, not his mother. Well, his body's the problem, not really him. All of his problems are because his heart is
2: shrinking. Okay, you're not the Grinch. <laughs> yes. First of all, second of all, what? my brain is. On a it's, a coaster. it's a lot. It's a lot. He's a lot.
0: Um. Sure. Initially, uh, the shrinkage was because of the poisoning, okay. but now it's so weak. Poisoning doesn't even matter anymore. It's going to kill him because um This is why he couldn't love people properly, and why he couldn't get a damn because
2: erection. <laughs> His heart uh,
1: three sizes too small. small.
0: No fucking way. And why he couldn't get a damn erection? Well, he you're could, not the Grinch, bitch. What he could fuck? get an erection. He just couldn't follow through. But he could when he was killing animals. He could get he um when he was setting fires and killing animals. He would turn himself on. He'd finish. Without ever touching himself. Wes, you can take that part out. I know it's very graphic. Um, I actually no. didn't have it in my notes, but it is pretty... No, that's... We're grown-ups here. Pretty topical. What? My parents have been with me this weekend. What I don't know why do I'm censoring myself, like, finishing to
2: completion. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Are you, like, just boop? Like, wait, I don't want to know. Never so mind. his Never mind. heart, in
0: his mind, his heart was so weak,
2: and he didn't have enough blood, so his... Blood isn't circulating fast so enough. So it's not strengthening the peen when it needs to be. Correct. Got There's it. not enough
0: to send there to finish the job.
2: <clears throat> okay.
0: It's also in his college years that Richard starts purchasing guns.
1: Oh. He's a very frightened
0: man. He has been since birth, and this is America. So we are going to shoot them demons away. Uh. His first gun he purchased was a twenty-two caliber pistol that he kept in his belt at all times. He even took it out at a party with his roommates. Um, which let's go back to them. These poor girls. Um, keep in mind, Richard has a stink to him at all times. He's not showering. He thinks it's poisoned. He's not bothered. He's not showering. Mm-hmm. So even if he would go out and buy soap? Doesn't matter. Because you can buy the soap. It doesn't mean someone's not going to tamper with it at your house. He also, at some point, I should have wrote this down, but he starts to, part of the research he's doing. On himself? On himself, on the world, like he's looking at oh. aliens, radiation poisoning, Nazis. He thinks maybe Nazis are coming and yeah. putting stuff in his body, taking mm-hmm. things out when he's not looking. They could be poisoning him.
2: This sounds like uh, part of the who? Who did the story with the guy with the Edward and That was yeah, me. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I picked two crazies in a row. Yeah. Maybe I need to get some help. What, but was, the,
2: what was the the company? No, what was it the program? The program. Yes, that's
0: what it sounds like. That's what it reminds me. If these gentlemen had shared a room. So help all of us, Jesus Christ. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, he's becoming very unhinged. He so the girls they tried not to have parties because the first few they threw, um, Richard always did something weird. Like at first, he came out to socialize completely butt naked. I was no, yes, and everyone <laughs> just kind of like, uh, are we gonna talk about it? And then so they're on edge. They don't want to do it. They stop having parties. But their friend's like, you have this big house. And it's it's the time of a house party. This is the time you're making weird your jellos. The 60s. Yeah. So they, they give into pressure. And of course, they're in their college years. They want to have a house party. Mm-hmm. If I owned a house, I'm a apart. Yeah. And they had, it sounds like a pretty decently sized house. Um. So another one was they host a party. They made it all the way through drinks without Richard coming out. And the author says... At first, Richard laying in bed, and he heard voices, but assumed it was the ones he always heard in his head. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but he finally comes out, socializes, everything's fine, until he lays face down on the shag carpet, because it's the 60s. Nice. That's one of the only fun details I can give you. <laughs> um, and everyone's like, uh, some right? So two guys try to help him up, and he just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh, God. Yeah, there was another time they had a party, and he... Was totally fine till the very end. He gets his gun out and is waving it like, "Y'all better come back or I'm gonna shoot you." <gasps> yeah, and it's like you're already so unhinged. People cannot like they cannot deal with you. So they only lived together for two months. Then oh, the girls I'm surprised so
1: lasted that long. Well, the
0: girls moved out. They're like, "We are terrified of you." They just left. Oh my god, I would too though. Yes, it was very obvious to them that he was not living in the same reality as they were. Okay. After they moved out, he boarded up his door and slept in his closet, convinced that people were putting thoughts in his head or they were conducting experiments on him when he went sleeping. Okay. In particular, he thought someone had stolen his pulmonary artery. Huh. He did go to the hospital for this and doctors were like, nope, can confirm that's there. Like, you, sir, are you okay?
2: You're alive.
0: Yes. It took the landlord and Richard's father <clears throat> to pry him out of that apartment. Um, next, he lived with some roommates who apparently had a band. And they didn't want Richard playing in the band, but he didn't care. So he kept bringing out bongos and being like, I'm in the band. are like, please get out. That didn't last either. <laughs> he moved back in with his mother, which he was abusive to and obviously very. Did he go
2: to class? I'm just
0: wondering. I don't know. They oh. didn't mention it. It okay. seems like he went to a class. Did he finish? I don't think so. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this episode is so dark. I'm I'm happy with that. I'm sorry. I had to. I had. He to. lived with his mother, father. That didn't work. They shipped him off. Lived with his grandmother for a while, where he was driving a um a short bus for mentally handicapped kids. Mm-hmm. The parents complained because he was late all the time. He was dirty. He wasn't cleaning. The bus was dirty. Grandma
1: shipped him back to mom. That, well, with what I'll be talking about next time too, very terrifying that he was that. Close in the vicinity of children. So mm-hmm. he has no business being around <coughs> anyone He wasn't a health
0: professional. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Thank
0: you. Sorry. No, you're good. None of them could stay with Richard for long. He was odd and he had these random streaks of violence. Like, and he stank, And he was very stinky. Yes. Yeah. Um, so some of the behaviors he had was pushing oranges to his forehead. So the vitamins would seep in. Um, Stop. Like yeah. whole ass oranges. I think he took orange slices. Sometimes he would wrap a towel around as well so it would stay on there. He, you know, makes sense. (laughs) He He, didn't ever try big red gum when you lift the wrapper? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Um, Sorry. But he thought the oranges would put vitamins in his head because his skull was moving around. It was breaking apart.
2: Pieces were moving like a puzzle. I have to pause for a second. As much as we do try to keep things light and even when stuff is super serious... I wanna take a moment just because it hit me like a ton of bricks. This is someone's reality.
1: Yes. So oh, that's yeah.
2: very that's very sad.
1: Yes. And how many times he could have potentially gotten some help. Again, I know it's yes. the sixties and mental health wasn't looked like, into I'm as much sorry, as it is but now. There, but there are
2: host- there are well asylums. All-
1: there are like it's like his issue is just being ignored by everyone.
2: Yes. Okay,
0: so I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. Some other weird stuff he did was let's say um a carton of milk was left open. You know, he would do the sniff test, make sure it's okay. And then just to super be sure it wasn't tampered with, he would add dish soap to the milk before he drank it. He was heard talking to himself manically. And when his mother asked who he was talking to, he would say, oh, I'm just enhancing my telepathy ability to prevent any further mind control. So as you can see very clearly, his line of reality and fantasy is rapidly blurring. Holy shit. His mother is taking him to the emergency room like once a week. So many times they start denying him. And they even pulled her aside because he's going for these pulmonary artery things. He's saying my skull is moving around. You know, I have weird protrusions. You're taking him to the wrong doctor. Well, they they pulled his mom aside and was like, we think he needs psychiatric help. She doubled down because I guess her whole life she was told she needs psychiatric help. And she's like, no, not my son. I'm going to listen. I know he's sick. I'm telling him he's sick. Like, I know this to be true.
2: It's like they're just they it's like Yeah terrible. It's Tweedledee not Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. Well,
1: kind well, they're now just, they're feeding off of each other yeah, at this point. But. It's terrible.
2: It sounds exactly like you said in the beginning of the story. With her when he was a baby. She's sick, he's sick, he's sick. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. The thing is,
0: I I do think she believed it as well. That's why I'm saying I don't know if something's wrong with her or like what her reality was, but something needed to change. So at this point, he is finally institutionalized. So he goes to the hospital complaining because his mom starts to get sick of it and she just starts waiting in the car. Well, he goes and like he's complaining about all these head injuries. So they actually have a head injury specialist come. And they're like, no. They're and then yeah, the artery's through. missing, and they're like, no. <clears throat> we think you need to be institutionalized. Hi, my skull is in puzzle pieces.
2: Yeah, I think it's time to go. Well, not soon. only
0: is it in puzzle pieces, those pieces are moving around. Yeah, and he can okay. feel them and hear them moving. Yeah, around and he too. like shaves his head, dude. That would see that's 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 so sad. That's something that. Someone should have caught, this is so abnormal.
2: Like, sir, you need help. You need more help than I can give I get you. If his mom is not mentally stable, I get that. You, how did it go on this long? I think it's because he
0: was <clears throat> like a month here, a month there, a month there. And then they're, with schizophrenia, you're not, um, you're, sometimes your reality is normal. Like, you just go through these, fits isn't the right word, but it's kind of like a, you go through a fit.
2: An episode. An
0: episode, thank you. And then, you know, you'll be normal for a few days. He'll be people-pleasing for a few days. And then another episode. Like, it wasn't all the time. And he's not complaining about the same thing every time he goes. And okay, and uh, sometimes he it. is. Sometimes adding up. But it's, you don't know what you're going to get.
2: Yeah. Okay. So
0: I get that. Some I think his parents just thought he was unpredictable. He was difficult. Um, maybe he was a hypochondriac because they're used to his mother being like that. But they didn't truly think he was mentally ill. Also, his dad is very far
2: removed at this time. I was gonna say you haven't heard about dad in a while.
0: No, because he'd go visit his dad, but his mom hated it. So she kept filling his head with all these things. So he's being very cautious around his father. Um mm, mm, mm. so at this point.
2: Sorry. No, yeah, you're fine. I'm okay. <clears throat> it's just I'm just gonna sit here like this. So I'm okay. You need help. We're taking you to a doctor. <laughs> let's go! Put me up with some vitamins, bitch. Let's go.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so when he was institutionalized. He thought he was there because he needed medical help. He did not think he was mentally ill. Oh, he was very confused. Shit. Um, at the hospital, this is where he earned his name Dracula, because all he talked about was blood. He thought he was low on blood. Um, on several occasions, he was covered in blood. An orderly what? caught him biting the head off of a bird. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he had dead birds in his room. They're like, what are you doing, Richie? Um, this is at the regular hospital? No, this is at the mental Why facility. are they letting him have birds? They would... Because he can go outside um, I and I guess he would just get them, kill them. And literally after they saw this, like, Richard, what are you doing? And he's like, I cut myself shaving. Like, sometimes he's lucid enough to come up with an excuse, but it's not always one that makes sense. You-
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't ignore the row of dead birds. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm crying. Oh, my God. My yes. eyes are watering.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. It's, it's it's funny, but it's also like, sir, someone needs to be concerned about you. Like, this is obviously not the same world we are all living in. Um, because in his world, his blood was slowly turning to powder. So he had to kill animals and drink their blood in order to stay alive. Because his heart, as you know, is weak. It's not making enough. His pulmonary artery has been stolen. So what's he going to do with that? Um, so the blood he does have, it's drying up. He has to drink the blood of animals. Mm-hmm. This is known as Renfield syndrome or clinical vampirism. Again, deserves his own episode, but it's an obsession with drinking blood. It's at this hospital, though, that he is finally diagnosed with schizophrenia.
2: Oh, my God. Ew. Uh, ew, ew, ew. That's so freaking gross. I'm sorry. It's, yeah.
0: Well, um, <clears throat> keep that mask on because it's going to keep getting gross. Okay. He was medicated and released from the hospital due to overcrowding.
1: Everyone, uh, everyone
0: except his doctor thought this was a horrible idea. They even interviewed these people after and they were like, we were begging, like, please listen to us. Even if he leaves here, send him to a different facility because he needs around-the-clock care. This man is unwell. How infuriating that is. <sighs> okay, so a strange behavior continues. What do you think happens next?
2: It escalates.
0: Um, well, yeah. But first, his mom weans him off his meds because okay. he wasn't himself. You see, um, this woman, small defense for her. I don't need to give it, but I'm going to. Schizophrenia was not well understood at the time. But what was known is that she, a non-doctor, should not make these decisions A <laughs> to wean someone off their medications. I love it. Also, so she weans him off. He's erratic again. She can't handle it. No because- shit. Yeah. <laughs> because he'd been on medications, he was actually eating. So now he's stronger. So when he does attack her, it's actually like really bad. Like she's oh, getting knocked out. Fuck. Like she's on the floor. Oh, so she packs his stuff up. Her and Richard Sr. chip in and rent him an apartment alone.
2: No. Mm-hmm.
0: He's how old? Do
1: you know the uh, 20s. He's in his 20s. Yeah. yeah. And now he's like left to his own devices because he's
0: all mm-hmm. by himself. This is where
1: it gets off the rails. So
0: he would ride his bike um, to a rabbit farm. First, he just watched the rabbits, and then the farmers liked him. And so he started buying rabbits. Shut the he fuck also up. started buying dogs and excess. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You're joking. I'm not. I'm not going to give you all the details, but he was butchering them for their blood um he he doesn't work he's he's eating it Mm -hmm. oh yeah
1: Mm -hmm. because he
0: i hate to compare it to this i'm doing my own gardening because i want to see exactly the seed to the table farm fresh okay like i don't want you know pesticides and stuff that's fine see this is this is a normal world he took that and said let's go extra he wants to know exactly where his food's coming from and he loved rabbits he thought on the inside they were like little machines so like i think he did feel bad about the dogs sometimes but never the rabbits to him rabbits were like a whole i don't know how to explain it i i don't know he mm-hmm. whatever he killed a lot of rabbits but he's he's drinking the blood Ye- yes i'm not even gonna tell you the preparation i was gagged. yes like yeah. I, I i never how is his, how is he alive cuz that's fucking gross and that's dirty. It is dirty. At one point he starts injecting himself with it and he does get blood poisoning. And when he goes to the hospital, he the doctors were like, "You shouldn't have this from eating a rabbit." He's like, "Well, the rabbit ate battery acid and then I ate the rabbit." I'm like, "No, sir, you have blood poisoning. You injected yourself with it." He's like, "No, I ate a rabbit." And they're like, "No." Oh, my God, yes. I want to bury myself in a hole and never come out. Ah! <laughs> so, ew, ew, ew. Yeah, he doesn't work. His parents are bringing him groceries once a week. How's he buying these rabbits? <laughs> he had applied for disability and got it because, honestly, he, he should have disability. He is not going to hold down a job. So that's how he's buying fucking rabbits?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Um, <clears throat> yes. Okay. His, yeah, parents are checking on him. They said his house is a little messy, nothing crazy. They were impressed. So the visits slowed down.
2: Yeah, because he's only fucking taking blood out of animals and then going to sleep, probably. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Um, at one point, he goes on a road trip to Nevada. He takes his mom's car, and he's picked up by police, completely nude and covered in cow blood. The cops found his Ranchero truck covered in blood with a spleen in a bucket. Shut the fuck up. There are also three guns in the truck. When the police asked him about the blood, he said it was seeping from him. So at this point, he is truly unhinged. Like he needs. So he's doing the blood thing again where he's like, I'm bleeding. Yes. He needs yeah. blood. He's losing blood. Everything about this man, I cannot emphasize this enough, is centered around blood. Mm-hmm. Like the name Vamp- Vampire of Sacramento is very accurate. Unfortunately, animals are not all that Richard Chase would violate and kill. Get but, out of here. But, I'm walking away. But that is not for me to tell you about. Aaron will cover the murders and capture of Richard Chase next week. Mm-hmm. So guys, I know this man is super dark. Um, I think the reason we don't hear about him often is that he is so terrifying, but I do want to make one last PSA. Um, please do not think that everyone with schizophrenia is a danger to society. Oh they yeah. Um, that could not be further from the truth. There are medications, there's treatments. It does not mean
2: they're going to go on to do what Richard Chase does. He, He's a, he has all the triangle, or whatever, all the... What did you say? McDonald's the, triangle. McDonald's triangle. Well, yeah, that. Triangle. And he's got all of the things... You said it's not nature versus nurture, but the uh, bio... The biopsychosocial. He's got
0: all of that, too. Like, he... But again, I do want to express, he still made these choices. Because he had moments of being yes. lucid that he continued to make these choices. So, even if he is mentally ill, he is not a good person. Yeah. Um. So, no matter his upbringing, like, he... Mm-hmm. He is making me choices. So the punishment he gets, he does deserve. And I think that, but, um, yes, he is a dark character and thank you for listening. Anything you guys want to add? Cause today was a
2: bit heavy. I would say I was excited to go eat some chicken wings, but now I'm yeah. looking at myself in a hole. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. But um, he is fascinating. Like from a
0: from a psychology aspect okay. like oh yeah well so even
1: from my understanding and like the research i did i think even the fbi still uses his case yes, they do to just like a case study Whoa. yeah because all the components of being disorganized not
0: even being in this realm with us are there like mm-hmm. this man needed help he didn't get it he didn't do it for himself his family didn't do it for him literally everything that could have gone wrong it seems like went wrong like the culture of the time was not involved in mental health
1: it's um yeah
0: terrible interesting and something we can all learn from
1: yeah because it stinks even that when he was in nevada even yeah. at that point like if he would have gotten help at that point maybe could have my helped. part wouldn't even if have the, to if he exist Stayed in the hospital in now, our multiverse
0: he... of madness he got stopped in nevada aaron doesn't have a part two i'm just telling you about schizophrenia and yeah. he was just a troubled man with a troubled youth who got help and it's now boring and loves to have his own rabbit farm where he gives back that would be a nice world
1: to live in, isn't that great? Yeah, it's not the case though, so it's yeah. It's not. Next week will be my part ending out. Yeah, Richard Chase, what he did next, and she's going to chase my episode with some death. Yes.
0: <sighs> so on that note, thank you for listening. If you liked it or didn't like it, still give us a five star review Please. on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, we dance for you. We are the monkeys. I'll never say we're rabbits now. Um, <laughs> if you. Have any other episode ideas? If you like the psychological dives into serial killers, let us know on any of our platforms.
1: Yeah, we can always do these two-part back-to-back, you know, episodes. We each tag team a topic. Mm -hmm. We love doing those. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram,
0: Facebook, TikTok. If you search um, Sinister Sunrise Podcast and we're there, guess what? We're there. Um, We check our email regularly. We check our inboxes. So we are here for you. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Stay sinister. Bye.